I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. They're still looking for survivors today under the rubble of a collapsed building in the capital of Bangladesh, Dhaka. Hundreds of garment workers died when the structure came down on Wednesday, but officials say hundreds more remain missing. Today, thousands of angry workers took to the streets of Dhaka to demand better working conditions. Bangladeshi garment factories supply many European and American retail giants, such as Benetton, Walmart, and The Gap. The building that collapsed in Dhaka was home to five different factories and some 3,000 workers. On Tuesday, a structural engineer had recommended the building be evacuated, but factory owners forced their employees to return to work. Zafar Sobhan, editor of the Dhaka Tribune, followed the protest today. Well, a lot of them had uh, bamboo sticks and a couple of local restaurants were smashed up. A lot of cars were vandalized, I think close to 100, and a lot of people sort of took to the streets. Obviously, you can understand the anger and the fury of, uh, of the garment workers. At last count, the death toll has risen above 300. That makes it the biggest uh, industrial tragedy in South Asia since Bhopal some 30 years ago. And so obviously when something like this occurs, it ignites great emotions. It wasn't long ago. It was, um, I think, in November last year that, uh, that the Tazreen fashions, that a fire broke out. I think 120 people uh, died in that accident. And not six months later, we have another incident with 300 people dead. And in both those cases, what is remarkable is not only were these uh, factories operating with uh, problematic compliance, but there was actually human error. What happened at Tazreen was that the worker, that the, the fire alarm went off. But the workers were told that it was faulty and it was a false alarm and they were told to go back to work, which they then did. And then, of course, uh, tragedy ensued. And again, here, this disaster would have been entirely avoidable. The owners of the garment factories had full notice that the structure was unsound and dangerous, yet they forced their employees back to work. And when you say owners, I mean, we're talking about garment factories that are manufacturing clothes for Western clothing companies. Are the owners Bangladeshis who then contract to these Western clothing companies? Typically, these uh, garment factories are owned by Bangladeshi entrepreneurs who, you know, take orders from foreign companies. But nevertheless, like I said, I don't think we can absolve the foreign companies of of their role either. It's clear that, you know that they should have a responsibility. And in fact, under the laws of most of these countries in the EU and in the, in the US, that it is an affirmative duty of theirs to make sure that the factories where these uh, clothes are manufactured comply with a long list of workplace safety and, and worker conditions. So what are those Western clothing companies saying today? They say what they always say, oh, well, you know, um, this has nothing to do with us. We, you know, we have such a long supply chain. It's very, it's, it's, it's very difficult for us to observe uh, the entire situation. It's very difficult for us to scrutinize where every T-shirt or every pair of jeans is made in, 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 around the world. We're doing our best. And ultimately, you know, there's a lot of pressure she's placed on the garment manufacturers in terms of slashing their costs and keeping the costs down. And we all know that it's a race to the bottom. You know, the lower the bid you make to these uh, clothing companies, the more business you're going to get. And they know full well how people make the low bids. They make the low bids by cutting corners on worker salaries. They make the low bids by cutting corners on workplace safety. And these companies are happy to turn a blind eye. 
Since speed picked up some years ago in Bangladesh uh, with the growth of the garment industry there, there are now 5,000 factories, uh, more than 3 million jobs uh, have been created, many for women. Advocates say the garment industry helped lift many of those people out of poverty. Is the Bangladesh government prepared to slow that growth down? The additional expense of making sure that workers are able to work in safe conditions, that they they can command a fair salary, is really fairly negligible in the great scheme of things. I think if concerted efforts were made by the Bangladesh government, by the garment industry in Bangladesh, by the clothing companies in the West, and even also at, at some level by consumers, we could solve this problem very easily. I mean, this is an eminently solvable problem. It is not as though, you know, you have to make a choice. It's not as though, well, you know, you can either have um, competitive factories or you can have workplace safety in decent salaries for your workers, but you can't have both. That's absolutely not correct. You absolutely can have both. Anyone who's trying to tell you differently probably has uh, some very cheap clothes they're trying to sell you. That's about it. Zafar Subhan, the editor of the Dhaka Tribune. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much.